What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Is Anyone Listening podcast. This is the James edition. Things got a little crazy this week with the three of us. Uh, We uh, couldn't get together, find a really good time to sit down and record, so we decided to do some solo editions. Um, I am chilling down here in my basement closet again, coming to you guys. I did change it up. No uh, light beer this week. I am sipping on a Cayman Jack margarita. Oh, pretty refreshing. Always a solid choice, so enjoying that here. But uh, since it's just uh, me this week, um, and, and it's coming to you a little later this week as well, I think I'm going to change it up a little bit, uh, spend a little less time going over this uh, uh, previous game against Northwestern, spend a little bit more time uh, previewing Michigan, and then maybe uh, some some thoughts on just the general state of the program. So diving into things here first, let's talk some recap. Uh, honestly, it's pretty... Pretty difficult to break down a quote-unquote good and quote-unquote bad for this game because, really, it was all good. 56-7, I believe it was Frost's largest conference win so far. Potentially our largest conference win since we joined the Big Ten, Um, as far as I can remember. It was a pretty dominant uh, performance from beginning to end. And just nothing to really complain about. (laughs) Can't be too critical at all. I love that we just came out and dictated the game from the get-go. Obviously, that bomb to Torrey was about as perfect as a start to the game as you could ask for. Um, and credit Torrey there a lot. Um, that was probably a 50-50 ball at best and very easily could have been intercepted, um, which potentially could have changed the entire dynamic of how that game goes. Um, but Torrey stepped up. He made a play. And, and like I said, really set the tone. Adrian went, you know, 11 of 17, over 200 y- yards through the air, um, it, while adding a, a passing TD as well, um, with three more uh, TDs coming on the ground. So super, super solid game for Adrian. Um, I think the thing that made me the happiest, though, with as good of a game as Adrian had and some of those wide receivers, how, how well they looked, was just the ground game in general. Obviously, they made some pretty significant personnel changes. Uh, I know that it's only one game, and I don't want to overreact too much, but man, oh man, did the offensive line look just night and day different. Prohaska looked really good at left tackle. Uh, I believe it's Norelli uh, at, at left guard was super solid. And even Corcoran just looked so much more comfortable um, sliding him over from left tackle to the right tackle. Um, and it was even weird, too, because, I mean, Sichterman's been at right guard this entire year, I, I think, so far, and really haven't been too impressed with him at all. I know Jordan's been critical of him for sure and and rightfully so he hasn't performed very well but man he was moving bodies and just manhandling guys and that was just it was it was fun to see um and i think some of it (laughs) has maybe a little bit to do with you know who northwestern is um and and i'm hopeful that it has more to do with who nebraska is but i think we do need to definitely you know Take it with a grain of salt, assault. One game, um, obviously a step in the right direction, and you have to be super excited about it. But 
don't want to go too far with it. Um, but yeah, you have to have to be excited, have to be uh, at least optimistic going into the rest of the season here. Um, like I said, offensive line was finally creating lanes up front for those running backs. But even when they weren't, Yant was making those lanes. And good Lord, was he fun to watch. I mean, he was literally the opposite of anything that we could have said about any of our RBs and what they've done so far this year. I mean, Josh has, has brought it up multiple times about the yards per carry. I think it was like 2.6 or something like that going into it. And it, it was night and day. Again, credit the offensive line. But even when the offensive line wasn't, I mean, Yant does not go down at first contact. He's going to fall forward. He's going to, at a minimum, pick up those two yards. Those stiff arms were a thing of beauty. Uh, and then as powerful as he is, and he is powerful, he's smooth, man. And uh, Matt Bowen calling the game, he was quick to point it out, but some some of those just little side steps, just, it, it's just smooth and, and looks effortless for him. And it's something we haven't seen out of a Nebraska running back. And I mean, maybe a Zigbo in Frost first year, but Yant just, he looks, he looks pretty special back there. And we definitely need to see more of him going forward. Um, lastly, as far as the offense goes, I know that we've been pretty strong hyping up Xavier Betts all season, but I think we saw exactly why we've been so high on him that kid is just effortless like what an incredible athlete like he's just out there and he gets in space and it doesn't even look like he's running that hard or that fast and he but he's gone i mean he just runs past people um and it's just fun to watch across the board offense looked great i loved just the taking advantage of all the weapons like there there wasn't necessarily one player that really stood out because so many players played well and going forward that's just what we need to see we have the weapons we need to take advantage of it so love it on offense there uh switching things over to the defense i mean how can you not be impressed it it was just another dominant performance um, all three levels of the defense, I, I really do think the defensive line, not even just Northwestern, but probably the last three, four games, they have just dominated and controlled the line of scrimmage, which frees up the linebackers to be flying around and making plays, and, and they are. Uh, super, super fun to watch Reimer. I mean, he, I, I know he leads the team in tackles, but the, the dude's just a missile, and he just flies around and he makes a play. Garrett Nelson is just incredibly passionate out there. I love watching him get back there. He plays with his hair on freaking fire. Um, even the secondary though, like I wouldn't nobody, no one player sticks out and just looks amazing, but they're doing their job. Uh, getting off the field on third down a decent chunk of the time. Like I feel like that was something in the past that's really plagued us is we just don't get off the fields when we need to. And and it, it's going to happen a time or two. It does happen. Um, my, that would probably be my one major criticism of this defense is sometimes I think they try to make the big play when just the, the easy play, making the simple play would, would suffice. Um, but I feel like sometimes our, our DBs try to jump that route. 
uh, make the big hit. They miss the tackle, uh, and it ends up giving them a first down. Where if you just would have stood there, stood in there, made the play, you can get off the field. But it, it get it's pretty nitpicky if you're going to be critical of this defense because they are pretty dang dominant right now, and arguably, I mean, I, I'd put this defense up there with certainly any defense we fielded probably in the last decade. And honestly, I think it's pretty close to being on par with that 2009 defense with Sue. Obviously, we don't have any one individual player like Sue that's as dominant as him. But this team just plays so well together. They they just fit. Uh, and, I, and it's just, I love watching them. It's so fun to watch them. Um, lastly, even we really don't even have anything to complain about with special teams. Um, it was probably the most ideal week we could have asked for uh, in regards to special teams. Uh, we minimized how much we needed special teams, um, but to their credit, when they were called upon, they did step up and, and they did their part. Uh, I didn't attempt a field goal, but made all of our PATs. I know it sounds simple, but hey, <laughs> just look at the past couple of games and it's not as simple as, as you may might think. So um, love seeing that only one punt and went for 84 yards. Awesome. Uh, kickoff. Was, was, I mean, it was, it was fine. <laughs> Nothing to, I'm not going to complain about anything on there. So uh, it was, it was, it was the most ideal week we could ask for just to try to maybe get some special teams momentum going forward. Um, so ha- happy to see that. So I think this game, um, it was definitely a step in the right direction. And I'll tell you what, it, it certainly makes me want to believe. But I I don't think I know, I'm not going to let myself fall for the trap of one game. I mean, I enjoyed the heck out of it. It was, it was fun to be able to just sit back and not have to worry and just watch us roll. But we need to keep it in context. I really think this next week against Michigan is going to tell us everything we need to know about how the rest of this season is going to play out. Michigan's probably, arguably the best team that we've seen so far this season, even uh, considering Oklahoma. Oklahoma has underperformed certainly this year. Michigan probably overperformed a little bit. But at home, at night, man, we we definitely have a chance, that's for sure. Um, we'll need to, It'll need to be another super clean game. And if we do have that clean game, man, I think... If we play clean, I, I think that that definitely is going to get us to a W. I, I mean, I'll 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 say that uh, a clean game I think gets us a win. Uh, I don't when I look at Michigan, I don't necessarily see a more talented team. Again, I, we we've said that all season too that nobody has looked more talented than us. It's just been a matter of us beating ourselves. Michigan, I think, is is right there too, and that's not a shot at Michigan. I think they're an incredibly talented team. Um, I think what kind of differentiates us from Michigan is Michigan isn't a team that that beats themselves. I think they have one turnover on the entire year. Um, going into this last week, I didn't see the stats against Wisconsin, but I know they had only allowed one sack um, on their quarterback, uh, and it was a backup quarterback at that. They, they just do all of the little things that – up until the Northwestern game, Nebraska has been doing to beat themselves. Uh, so I, I think that's honestly that's the biggest difference between these two teams. 
if we can play a clean game, match Michigan uh, with just not beating ourselves, we're going to give ourselves a chance. Now, as far as breaking down who Michigan is, what to expect from them a little bit, they have the best running game in the conference right now. A quarterback who, in my opinion, is maybe the worst quarterback we've seen all year, including Fordham, including Buffalo. He's not somebody that worries me, but he's got weapons all around him. I think their wide receivers are studs, obviously great running back, one of the best offensive lines uh, in the conference that's going to protect him and allow him um, to make smart decisions, and, and he does. He makes smart decisions. He, he's not going to, I shouldn't say he's not going to, but he certainly hasn't put him, his team in a bad position too often. Um, I think the other side uh, is where things can get a little bit interesting. I actually, I mean, I, I like our our matchup with our, our defense versus their offense. I, you know, going into Michigan State, that's what the talk was. Michigan State had one of the best rushing attacks until we played them. Northwestern, that's what they hung their hat on, was being able to run the ball. And we bottled them up pretty dang good, too. So I, I like our defense against our offense. Like I said, the other side is where it gets a little bit interesting. Uh, Michigan probably has the most athletic defense that we've seen so far. They're physical. Um, definitely have the best uh, edge rushers that we've seen, too. And with two young offensive tackles, you know, starting a redshirt freshman at right tackle and a true freshman at light, at left tackle, that's certainly going to be something to watch, uh, those young guys and how they can hold up to playing legit Big Ten talent on the edge there. So uh, I'd imagine we'll probably see a lot of Ramir Johnson in the backfield just knowing how effective he has been in, in pass blocking and, and helping out that offensive line a little bit. I, I, I'd imagine we'll see a decent amount of, of him there. Um, but honestly, I, I think Nebraska, what they can – the advantage that they're going to carry into this is we're definitely more battle-tested than Michigan. Michigan, yeah, they handled Wisconsin pretty well last week, but I don't know. I mean, I've watched a decent amount of Wisconsin so far this year, and they look pretty dang average to me. I think they're 1-3. and three. Um, they, they, They're nothing that is really – like that. that's not a huge win for Michigan, I'll say. Um, whereas while we would don't necessarily have a huge win either, I mean, going into Norman and playing Oklahoma the way we did and, and playing, uh, you know, Michigan state and East Lansing the way we did, Michigan hasn't, hasn't been punched in the mouth the way that we have been. Um, so I mean, I'm, I'm hesitant to, to, I'm just really back and forth. I don't, I don't know where where I land on this game. I think up until this point, um, I was pretty confident that Michigan was going to win it. I'm almost convincing myself that Nebraska can pull it off. I think the points are are three and a half. Nebraska's been very strong against the spread this year. Um, oh boy, uh, I I don't think I'm quite ready to commit uh, to to getting Nebraska getting that win. I need to see another week of clean football before I'm really gonna buy in. Um, I I do think we're gonna play them tough. I think our defense is gonna keep us in almost every single game this year. Um, I'll I'll say 26 23. Uh, Michigan gets it done, um, but but I think we're I think we are going to have a pretty strong performance. Um, at the end of the day, though, a loss is a loss, and I I am a little afraid that an L, another L, going 
three and four will hurt the confidence of this team going forward, just not being able to get over that hump. I really hope I'm wrong at the end of the day. I, I honestly, I could see us pulling out the W. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, a win this week, I, I'll say that it would it would really change my tune on how the rest of this season uh, plays out. I mean, especially when you look at what we have the next couple of weeks after Michigan with Minnesota and Purdue. If, if we are able to get a win this week, I think you're going to start to see some momentum rolling and this team really get humming, uh, especially with how the, the back half of the schedule plays out. We, getting some momentum here would be huge. So... That's all I got for you guys this week. I know it was a little shorter for me. Hopefully, uh, Josh and Jordan can get something out to you guys, too. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Josh and Jordan and I should be back together next week. But until then, uh, go Big Red.